like I'm on the Heisman watch That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got Skill, four times the talent around me Desmond Howard playing for Howard Just tell me how can I be stopped This Allen Ivy at an Ivy college They can't check me, I don't practice my class too hard Nigga, me, my swag Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 43 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons, and it's the first show in July. First July show, June was a great month. All right, so I'm going to get right to it. You know, I'm not going to, you know, before we get to uh, our, our usual business, I do want to say that I'm sure everybody has, you know, whether you follow me on social media or the Electrified Pod page on Twitter, which has finally reached 50 followers, so I'm happy about that. We're at 51 right now. Keep following that. But I'm pretty sure you guys saw me say that this past Saturday, Electrified would debut, I mean, return back to YouTube. And I said I was going to drop the visuals the day after I dropped the audio. Okay, well, that was all a lie. You know, I had some time. First of all, I pushed the back. Pushed the episode back and everything You know, I pushed this episode back And I felt like I was putting myself under pressure I felt like that I was trying to follow up the month of June Which was great for me I tried to follow up and outdo that But I don't think there's any need to do that So here's here's what I'm thinking Alright, here's, here's how I'm going to go So instead of putting visuals out For the podcast What I'm going to do is Do a separate not 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 a separate show, but like a distant cousin. You know what I mean? It's going to be called Electrified Vision. And Electrified Vision, the only way this works is... is, is ooh, ooh, let me speak English. The only way this will work is if you guys participate, as you all should. Here's how it'll go. I'll drop on Mondays, right? I'll drop on Mondays. The audio will drop on Mondays. The show will drop on Mondays. On Fridays... Electrified Vision will be on YouTube Now Electrified Vision will be A combination of the topics that I talk about on Mondays And maybe a little bit of Friday You know, what's left to talk throughout the week But it will be fan, very fan involved So not only will the fans, will you get listeners be able to Send in voice messages about what I discuss on Mondays But discuss, you know, how I took it My takes, you know, argue my takes so Electrified Vision will be very, very fan friendly. So you send in your voice message on the anchor uh, on the link. I'll be tweeting out the link as soon as this episode drops. I will be explaining all of this on Twitter. And I, um, actually, I'll drop a video for that as well. I might drop a video for that. Um, so everybody can, you know, get involved with that. And, I'm, I'm, you know, I really hope you guys do get involved because this is for you. I, I'm doing this all for you. This isn't for my health. I really want you guys to get involved in the show. So, you know, just bear with me. But, so Electrified Vision. Uh, I would like to start it this Friday, honestly, if I could. But if not, I'll wait, you know, as long as I have to. I didn't set up the studio to afford it to look pretty in my house. I set it up for you guys and myself. So, you know, as, as long as you guys are listening, then I'll have it ready as soon as possible. But believe me, this month, within the next couple of episodes, Electrified Vision will be off the ground. But once again, Electrified Vision. Will be you guys sending in your voice messages, right? You send in your voice messages, and I'll play them on the on the YouTube show and drop them. So you'll hear your voice on YouTube, and you'll get to debate me and you know debate the topics that I talk about. Because you know, in my group messages and on Twitter alone, I see you guys have good takes. And I see you guys have takes that I could argue. You know what I mean? So I, I'm doing this for you, Electrified Vision. 
will be coming very soon. If not this Friday, I'm, I'm you know I don't want to rush it, but I believe this concept is great. I don't have to lose my listeners, and I don't ha- and I can gain more viewers. So this is going to be great for us, man. I- I'm very excited about that. So now let's get into it. It has been a very, 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 very interesting week. I don't even know where to start. I don't want to start. I, you know, I, when I was going to drop on Friday, I planned on going right into the UFC. I mean, excuse me, right into the NBA free agency. But let's start with some UFC, and then you know, and then we'll get into that. But I want to start with UFC. So this past Saturday, UFC two thirty nine happened, and honestly, I was so happy. I got off. Okay, so I got off at work. It was around eleven o'clock. So by the time I got home. It was just in time for uh, Amanda Nunes and Holly Holm. Just in time for that fight. So I had just missed the the the, the number one trending clip on Twitter and Instagram. I had just missed that. And um, so that's that's where I want to start. I want to start with Jorge. I, like, what is there to say? The was that the fastest knockout in UFC history? That's what they're saying. That was so vicious. See, I didn't. Even, okay, first of all, I like him. I've seen an interview bef- with him uh, before. Uh, I want to say it was like maybe a couple of months ago, and he was like, you know, talking about guys trash talking and everything. And I knew, you know, he's a real dude. He, he's he's about his business. I respect him. I like his craft. But <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch the build up to this fight, but it was a you know obviously him and this guy uh, Ben have problems. And, you know, clearly, you know, he things were said and, you know, when it was time to get an octagon, it was time to get an octagon. So, when he put his hands behind his back on the cage and smiled, you know, it was it was over right there. You know, he took his time, then he ran up, boom, need him, sleep, then gave him two more for good measure, and then gave him a, a little taunt and another taunt, and, you know, people... Was sitting there, you know, on, on Twitter, you know, crying about that. Oh, my God. I hope he's okay. Why did he hit him again? This is too much. Mixed martial arts, UFC is brutal. This is how the, sp- the sport started. UFC is brutal. I'm a boxing guy, and I know this. UFC is brutal. You know, you guys talk about, oh, boxing is boring. You know, nobody gets knocked out. There's no physicality in boxing. Ah, blah, blah, blah. Okay, there's the UFC. And when you get that in UFC, now it's a problem. So what what do you want? I said I swear people cannot be happy, especially in this. I'm I, okay. I'm not going to say we live in oversensitive times. I just think people like to complain. I think that people just find things to complain about and they do it. I think that's the trend. I think is how um, annoyed can I be and how you know how negative can I be. And that's 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 a lot. That's what not just sports. That's just with life. You know, people are just so nitpicky now. Like like everybody wants to just be upset with something. It's the UFC. It's brutal. It's brutal. He doesn't like that guy. There's no love lost there. He told him straight up he was gonna kill him. And he got in there and sent him to God. Now. My favorite part of this whole weekend was his uh, post-fight interviews, and we're going to listen to that if you haven't heard it. I saw some criticism. People say the punches weren't really necessary. Maybe they were super necessary. Why were they necessary? What do you mean, why were they not necessary? 
Because he was already knocked out at that point. But it, the referee hadn't pulled me off. And my job is to hit somebody till the referee pulls me off. So to those people, I would say, maybe don't watch him and may go back to soccer. I saw some other criticisms, perhaps, of your celebration afterwards. Any regrets at the celebration or your behavior in the cage afterwards? I, man, there's not too many people that I've disliked. I have over 50 pro fights, and he's one of them, you know. He talked about my manhood, talked about my culture, my ethnicity. Where, where do we draw? Why do certain people get to do stuff You online? So you could do anything. Everything is cool before a fight. You're allowed to do and say whatever you want. Like other fighters are not doing, talking about people's religions, wife, even kids. That's cool. But after a fight, I'm not allowed to showboat and rub it in your face so you and guys like you could see it and be like, maybe I don't talk so much shit because when I cross one of these real motherfuckers, they're going to make me pay for it, man. They're going to embarrass the shit out of me. And it's not over for Ben either. He still has to deal with me. If I see my Whole Foods, I'm going to still slap that dude up because I don't like him. Bro, first of all, he said if he sees him at Whole Foods, he going to slap that dude up because he don't like him. Bro, imagine being at Whole Foods. And you just hear a bunch of commotion. And somebody over there getting beat on. Come on. Come on, boss. But any, everything he said was facts, though. And you got guys. You already know who he was really referring to. Guys like Conor McGregor. Talk about people's religion, race. You know, very, very racially motivated comments over his career. And talking about people's families and stuff like that. You know, I you know, people let that slide. People let that slide and I don't know why. I don't I don't know why. You know, I understand yeah, sell the fight, but when you 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 know, you're crossing a lot of lines. You know what I mean? We're talking about somebody's religion and race and and background and family, you know? So, yeah. When it's time to get in that octagon, yeah, I'm 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 going to I'm here to hurt you now. I'm here to hurt you. All that respect is out the window. I'm here to hurt you. And after I hurt you, oh, you're gonna hear about it. You're gonna hear about it. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna showboat. Why not? I did my job. I did my job. So, for people to be upset with showboating, upset with the, the you know the two hits, the two punches after he had already sent them to God. Oh well, don't watch UFC. Go watch golf. Go watch tennis. Oh, oh yeah, we're gonna talk about tennis today too. So. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't want to hear all that that sweet stuff, man. That he did what he had to do. Now that was crazy. Now Holly Holm and Amanda Nunes. First of all, Amanda Nunes is the greatest female mixed martial artist of all time. The greatest. The greatest. There's no debate. There's no debate. There's no argument. No, there's no argument, bro. She is the truth. Um, she was very patient. Even though the fight was quick, very patient. Um, the way she fought Cyborg was very different from, from the way she fought Holly. Uh, you know, it, it was very both both Cyborg and uh, Nunez were very aggressive when they fought. So Nunez was able to put the beats on her quickly with the hands. But with this with this fight, she was very patient and she waited for the perfect opportunity to put the uh, put the kick on right on uh, right on the button and send Holly out. And then gave her two more And then the ref had to stop it I thought that was a beautiful Beautiful execution from her And just goes to show man She she can't be touched I don't think anybody And this is like now like, She's beating everybody Who is there left to fight? She's beating everybody And um, I don't think she's going to be You know bothered with for a very long time So very happy to see that uh, Main event was good Main event was good 
Uh, we had John Jones and Santos. That was a good fight. Santos was very tough. Very tough. And that fight could have went either way. Honestly, I think if Santos doesn't hurt his leg, it looked like he tore his ACL. I think if that doesn't happen, I think he comes out with the belt. I do. I I I'm a I like John Jones. You know, I like John Jones. I think he's arguably the greatest of all time. But he didn't, you know, and me and my uncle were watching the fight. He was saying that, you know, John Jones could have went for that leg and you know, he didn't. It looked like he was trying to take it he took it easy on him. It looked like he didn't want to win that way, but he missed his spinning elbow. He didn't really he wasn't really on the attack like that. But you know, he, he took his time, he picked him apart. But Santos was very much in the fight and he had he had a couple of spurts where if, you know, if he caught John Sweet he would have yeah, he would have put him down. But very resilient fighter Santos is and that was great. I enjoyed the fight. I enjoyed the card actually, you know, from what I saw and everything. You know, I'm not even a really a UFC guy, but I watch it when, you know, I know who who is on the card and I enjoyed it for sure. Definitely enjoyed that. Uh, what else? Uh, we're gonna stay on this weekend. We're gonna stay on this weekend. Uh, let's talk about the USA women's soccer team. Congratulations to them. Uh, I was very happy to watch the uh, the championship game because I've been watching the, the tournament in its entirety. To be honest, at work and everything, because they had it on my job. But I I'm just very happy for those women, man. You know they do it again, champs again. Alex Morgan, uh, Megan Rapino. All those ladies. Uh, oh, uh, what's my girl name? Oh my goodness, Ashlyn. Uh, Ashlyn Harris, man. Greatness, greatness, just greatness. I I really appreciate how how tight this team is and all the love they show each other and you know how and and, and this is bigger than soccer, bigger than sports. You know this this is a very 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 diverse team. And, and you know they talk politics. You know Megan Rapino was one the first athlete outside of football. You know to, to kneel with Kaepernick, and you know for her to be a white gay woman, that's that's big. You know, and I, you know she totally against Trump and took him to school. Got the got the dub, got the ring, got the cup, and you know we ain't going to the White House. And, and you know she you know finished it off with the Nipsey quote like bro, this team is great and I oh if you haven't seen their Nike commercial I'm, I'm pretty sure you will, but great Nike commercial man because these these women are bigger than their sport they're bigger than their sport, um very happy for those ladies and I'm I hope I think they're having a parade in New York on Wednesday I think so I'm sure they'll get the you know the heroes welcome that they deserve, but. Yeah, I I was very happy to see them win. Great, great, great showing by the USA Women's Soccer Team. Once again, congratulations to them again on doing it one more time. Uh, What else do we have to get into? Hold on, let me look at the docket. Let me look at the docket. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Hold on, I got my notes. I got my notes, I got my notes. All right, let's see. Um. Oh yeah, let's talk some. Um, I want to talk about tennis real quick. I want to talk about tennis. Uh, because my girl Coco, man, listen, listen. My mom was going crazy. My mom was going crazy, and she was very excited. Fifteen year old girl. Fifteen, bro. She was born in two thousand four. Crazy, crazy. 
Z, okay? She is on a tear right now, you know what I mean? And, you know, I'm a big fan of Naomi Osaka, but this young lady is on a tear, okay? A tear. Um, She, she you know, she came back with the big comeback win. And I just, you know, I, I can't believe it. I couldn't believe it. She beat Venus, and then, you know, she just had her big comeback, and it's just very impressive, man. Very impressive to see. I enjoyed it, and um, once again, another another great showing by, by another woman in the sport sports world. Very excited about that. Um, I'm just making sure. I'm, listen, I'm just, just getting this all warmed up, all right? Just getting this all warmed up, covering all the bases. You know, I'm sorry, you know, we're 16 minutes in, and we haven't even gotten to what we're supposed to get to. But now, I think it's time. I think it's time now Because I'm about to spend a cool I don't even know I'm going to spend a lot of time on in a, uh, the NBA free agency Alright So the first half of the show If we can even call it a half Because I'm about to go in um, So now you can prepare yourselves Get ready You know I, I wanted to get that stuff out the way first Alright Because I knew if I, if, I, if I came to the NBA free agency first I was going to forget about everything that happened this weekend so, now, let's get to it, man. It's time. It is time. So, in the dead of night, I think it was around, what, almost 3 in the morning? I was up, of course. I was actually on my way to sleep. Then my phone vibrated. I saw the notification from Shams. It said, Kawhi Leonard signed with the Los Angeles Clippers I said oh my gosh I said what No way No way he did that Now when I saw That he signed with the Clippers I was very confused Very confused I was like why for what What's the point What What was the, what was the reason What was the reason No bro I was very confused Until literally two minutes later Woj came with a bomb I, and earlier that day, I said, oh, man, I said, my man, Woj lacking because there was a lot of news coming up, and Woj wasn't on it. But Woj was quiet because Woj had the real bomb. Woj had the bomb. You know, the quiet news, that was a bomb. You know what I mean? But for him to go to the Clippers, it was like, ah, damn. Man. You know, that's not what we wanted to see. He went to the wrong L.A. We wanted to see him in purple and gold. Then two minutes later, it says, Oklahoma City Thunder has traded Paul George. To the Los Angeles Clippers I said excuse me Who has done what What Huh So It all comes out They wanted to play with each other And this is how they had to do it Now uh, On the show I have said That you know the Clippers Were the only team Before the Raptors to give the Golden State Warriors are real scare And I said that they were one star Away from probably beating the Warriors Now they have two Granted the Warriors are a totally different team Now but this is a team that Will compete This is a team that will be you know They will con- compete in the West Um I'm I'm excited For the league in general Because I feel like now everything is balanced <laughs> New Balance thank you Kawhi Everything is balanced out now, but I I, I just want to talk about 
Kawhi's decision in a nutshell. Because people keep trying to make it seem like nobody wants to play with LeBron or nobody wants to play in LA. I mean, with the Lakers. I don't think that's the case. Don't think that's the case. I think this is more Kawhi really not wanting to be on a super team. That's just that's just how he is. Don't want to be on a super team. I get that. I do. I get that. You know, he's he's not 34. You know, Kawhi is still, you know, he's not even in his 30s yet. So I understand that. You know, you don't want to play on a super team. You don't have to play on a super team. You go get one other star and then the rest supporting cast. And you think, you know, you can win that way. I understand that. But don't think this is a LeBron thing. Don't think it's a LeBron thing. He didn't. But first of all, all right. The the meeting situation was weird. Okay, they said he switched the meeting place a couple of times and only wanted to meet with Rob and Jeannie and, and um didn't want anybody else there and he didn't want to play there. He didn't the whole time he knew. He held out. He held out. Now people are saying, Oh man, held out so long and the Lakers missed out on all this and but okay, but well the Lakers are alright. The Lakers get Jared Dudley. They re-sign Rondo, they get uh, DeMarcus Cousins, and they still have room for more. So they miss out on the Kawhi sweepstakes, but they still get death, and that's what the Lakers need, death. I really don't think the Lakers lost to where as though they just, they didn't get worse. They didn't get worse. They got better. They didn't get worse, you know, so... And they still and they have Anthony Davis and LeBron James. So what they don't have Kawhi? They got cousins. If cousins can be half of what he was in twenty seventeen, or if he could be all of what he was given the Warriors in the finals, because Toronto had no answer for him, the Lakers will be just fine, bro. The Lakers will be just fine. And there's still more they could go get. So the Lakers are gonna be fine. But the Los Angeles basketball scene is crazy. You got Kawhi, PG, Lou Will, Pat Bev. You got LeBron, AD, DeMarcus Cousins. Um, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. And Kyle Kuzma. The battle for LA is going to be crazy. And both of these teams are going to the playoffs. Lakers ain't missing the playoffs this year. Nah, both of these teams are going to the playoffs. Um, this is going to be interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting. Now, let's let's get deeper. I'm not ready to move yet. Let's get deeper, though. In the group message, we were talking about the domino effect from 2016 alone. 2016. Let's talk about 2016. This is the year that, matter of fact, yeah, 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 2016. Not even going to go, you know, you know, deeper than that. But 2016, I'm, 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 I'm going to start with the Western. We can start it at the Western Conference Finals. What if KD and Russ don't blow a 3-1 lead to Golden State? They go to the finals. Who knows if they win? But more, you know, they go see LeBron. That doesn't cause, you know, KD probably won't leave. KD probably stays. Maybe Kawhi stays. Maybe shoot, maybe LeBron stays. Who knows? But, you know, Golden State comes back. 
Then LeBron comes back from 3-1. KD goes to Golden State. LeBron ended up like, bro, 2016 was a big year. And for 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 KD to leave and, and ruin the league, I would just like to thank God for Kawhi for fixing it. Thank you, Kawhi Leonard, for fixing the NBA. Because it is balanced. You got Kyrie and KD in Brooklyn. You got LeBron and AD in LA. You got Kawhi and PG in LA. Now, Westbrook is on the move. I really think that Westbrook is going to get traded to Miami because they have the most assets right now. And they have more room to pay. So let's just say maybe Westbrook and, and Butler. Philly came up something serious. The Jazz, bro, the Jazz, they're going to be a problem. Okay? They're going to be a problem. Do not sleep on the Jazz. Um listen, I I I, I you know, I'm a football guy. I'm a football guy. But I will say this. The NBA free agency is way 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 more entertaining. Than the NFL free agency And that's just because You know A lot of guys See the NBA is different The NBA is different In in many ways Because hmm, I feel like guys don't Okay You have guys that are loyal to a city And you know a, A fan base And I just think that There's just so many games In NBA In NBA where a city has a lot of opportunities to turn on you and and fans turn on you. You know, it's a long season in basketball. Football is shorter and fans just they seem to stick with their guys. It, it I think it's easier to stick with your guys in football because there's little to no room for error. You get 16 16 games. You know, you get 82 games in basketball. I feel like there's just more room for error. And and guys get tired of seeing that every night, you know what I mean. I, I think you know guys aren't playing to where they should be every night in October, November, December. I think you know that second half of the season when guys really turning on, and by the time that comes, like that, get, get this guy out of here. You know now he want to play. So I think that's you know I think that's different as far as the you know why guys are so alright leaving. Because it's like, you know, I don't really feel like I need to be here. I can, I can go somewhere else and win. And then you got guys just wanting to team up. And it's just it's just different in, NBA, I mean, in the NFL. Because you really can't say, you know, okay, say I'm I'm uh I'm Aaron Rodgers. Damn, I really want to go throw the ball to Odell. Let me request a trade. They'll send me to uh send me to Cleveland. It don't work like that. It doesn't. It doesn't work like that in NFL, you know. And then, if you, really, you like somebody do that on Twitter, you request a trade in NFL, you're gonna end up in Buffalo somewhere. <laughs> like you know, you like PG, you request a trade, you get to go where you want. That's crazy. It's crazy, and I just think that NFL, I mean, NBA free agency is more freedom and it's just more fun, more money, obviously. Uh, but I I really don't think that anybody really lost here except for the Knicks. 
the Knicks lost. Yo, the Knicks mixed out on everything. Bro, the Knicks did nothing but nick it up this free agency. And that is sick. Sick, sad sight to see. You hate to see it. Uh, Speaking of you, I, I was very surprised that KD went to... I mean, excuse me. I was very surprised that Kyrie went to Brooklyn. Didn't see that coming. You know, I, I wanted him to go to L.A. But... It was interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how Kyrie handles this. Like I said, a year without KD can change your mindset on everything. This Brooklyn team, I don't, I'm not scared of them until KD comes. I, I feel like that, you know, they're not going to be that good until KD comes. So we'll see about them. Staying in the East, the Philly got better. Philly just Philly has a lot of size, bro. That's a big team. No real shooters though. That's that's that'll be their downfall. No real shooters, but they can score still. They can still score. Uh, but the East is wide open. That's that's what I'll say. I think the East is wide open. And yeah, I'm biased. I'll say I think Miami could be a contender this year, especially if they get Westbrook. I think Miami can turn a new leaf and be all right. But I think you know Philly, Miami, the Bucks, of course. Uh. And don't see the Raptors. I mean, I, I think the Raptors will be there, but I don't think, of course, they're not going to the finals again. Uh, but, you know, the East is wide open. Now, the West, the West is literally, it's really the wild, wild West. The Jazz, they have a complete squad. Like, a complete squad, top to bottom. The Clippers are here. The Lakers are here. Dame and CJ will be back. OKC is about to be depleted. Don't know what's going on in Houston. But the NBA, mm-hmm. NBA is going to be fun this year, man. And I'm not even a football, I mean, I'm not even a basketball guy. I'm a football guy. And I'm not ready to rush to the next NBA season. I'm ready to get football started, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll tune into the NBA now and then, but I'm not I'm not all in until football is over. You know, after February 3rd, after the first weekend of February, then I'll be in the NBA. But until then, no. And hopefully it'll take longer for me to adjust because I hope my Packers win it all this year. But that's not important. But it is. Um, I'm trying to think. Did I miss anything as far as free agency? I think I covered all my bases. I think I said everything I wanted to say. I think I did. Let me see. Oh, look. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, as far as West, as far as Westbrook goes, you know, you know, right now I think you know it'll be either Detroit or Miami. I'm I'm hoping it's Miami. You know, whoever wants to take on that contract. Um, I thought it was interesting that Miami went and tried to go after Bradley Bill and John Wall, especially with John Wall's contract. But, you know, Miami, I'm excuse me, Washington wasn't budging. Um, anything else? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I covered all, uh, all the free and stuff. It's interesting, isn't it? With the KD's relationship with the Warriors. Everything I said was pretty spot on. From him saying he felt like he was a second fiddle to Steph. He never felt like he fit in. And, you know, he had a problem with Kerr. And then, of course, we saw what happened with him and Draymond. Listen, like I said from the jump, KD was never brought there to be a warrior. He was brought there to be Weapon X. I don't give a damn about them retiring his number. That's fake to me. That's phony. They're just doing it just because. And they know that without KD, that they they would not have had a ring after 2016. So, yeah, whatever. But they brought him there to be Weapon X. I don't see him going over to Draymond's house for a glass of wine. I don't think he was going out to the movies with Steph. I don't even see him grabbing dinner with Clay. 
I just personally believe that KD was brought there to be Weapon X. Don't think he was ever a warrior. Those guys were not his brothers off the court. Like I said many times before, yes, Kevin Durant fit the Warriors schematically, basketball-wise. He helped them a hell of a lot. But I don't think he ever really gelled in Oakland. Don't think so. Don't think so. And that's another reason why I'm so upset. Not upset, but I was very disappointed in his decision. Because him and Westbrook are really, really, really close. And if everything was true about that, I'm not even going to get into that. But everything was true about that, that's crazy. That you would do him like that. Yeah. I still don't, I will never respect the decision. And I'm going to reiterate this. That decision is probably the most softest decision. I, I don't care, yo, bro. You can tell me. You can say whatever you want, however you feel about it. You know, oh, he did what was best for him. He, blah, blah, Bro, it was the weakest move ever. So you telling me if you lose to somebody 3-1, you going to go join that team? No. No way. No way. No way. LeBron was getting beat, beat on by Boston. He didn't go join Boston. He went to go play for Miami, a franchise that was dying on D. Wade's back. And then he built a team down there. That's what he did. He didn't go to a team that was already established. That's the difference between LeBron James' decision and Kevin Durant's. Ugh. But, you know, KD want to be Bron. Whether y'all will admit it or not, he changed his number to seven. Good God almighty. Um... Yeah, I still will never respect that decision. But it's it's interesting though, because I said this man. I said, well, but Kevin don't fit in with them. Kevin do not fit in with them. He doesn't. He's very different. Cut from a very different cloth than those guys. And I don't think he ever related to them. I don't think he ever was off the court hanging out. They can say that's his brother all they want. And then if and then you really look at it, if Steph was really on his way back from China to talk with KD before the decision was made, and then KD went on and did it anyway, what does that tell you? He don't give a damn what they thought. He was ready to go. And and really, he was really pissed that they kept him there and played him with that injury. And that's another thing. You know, um, I don't know. Did I talk about this? Damn, did I talk about the Warriors? Uh Oh, I think I did talk about the Warriors. Um, the uh, what's it called? What's it called? The, the medical staff. I think I did get into that last episode. Um, so yeah, man, you you know you look at stuff like that, and then uh, with him and Iggy, and then I said, damn shame they sent Iggy to Memphis, but he'll be in LA soon. So don't worry. Um, yeah, man, I I just I just really think that. Kevin Durant was never brought there to be a part of the Warrior family, man. Fans, too. Fans really never accepted KD. Fans were just happy KD was getting rings. But when KD went down, you saw the true colors of them. But, um, yeah, it definitely was Weapon X. Definitely was Weapon X, man. Definitely. Damn, where we at? That's it? Let me see. Hold on. Let me check the docket. Make sure I covered all my bases. Uh, before I get out of here, I will say that Zion should be on somebody's football field wearing number 52, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I think that's all I got for you guys, man. I appreciate you guys for bearing with me and being patient and, you know, waiting till I was ready to drop and everything. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for the follows on Twitter. Uh, like I said, man, uh, not this week, but soon, Electrified Vision will be off the ground, and I promise it's going to be good. Um... I just had an idea. I just had an idea. Just had an idea when Electrified Vision will be out. Just be patient with me. Be patient with your boy, man. Uh, 
I might be back Friday, might be back next Monday. I'll let you guys know throughout the week, depending on what goes on. But uh, we might get episode 44 by Friday. Should be. I, I should be back on Friday. I think I'll be back on Friday because I'm trying to get to 50, man. Episode 50 is going to be big. Episode 50 might be the, where I debut Electrified Vision. So I'll keep you guys updated with that. Yeah, that's the. I think that's the plan right there. Episode 50, I'll have Electrified Vision ready. That was, you know, that was my plan the whole time, by the way. I was planning to go visual, electrify, I mean, excuse me, go visual, go visual on uh, episode 50, but I got ahead of myself. I'm glad, you know, I waited. But I think the uh, the promo was pretty good, though. I think the promo was pretty good. Um, So, with that being said, man, thank you guys for tuning in. First show of July, man. You know, just keep listening, keep supporting me, keep, you know, bear with me, man. I promise. Everything is going to be everything. Everything is going to continue to grow and continue to be great. Um, you know, if you feel like, you know, you want to have any suggestions, you know, let me know, man. I, I appreciate all the support, criticism, healthy criticism, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, thanks for tuning in. It's been, um, this has been episode 43. Make sure you follow the Electrified Pod on Twitter and Instagram and even follow your boy on Twitter, man. I appreciate it. And uh, that's it, folks. <laughs> that's all, folks. Uh, with that being said, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.